Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Julie Kudasov, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Mid-Cap Core Portfolio. Julie, thank you very much for the time today. Hello, Jordan. Happy to be here. Julie, while the first half of 2021 was led by lower quality equities, we began to see fundamentals start to take shape and be more of the focus in the second half of the year. Can you talk about some of the key drivers in the markets that have impacted this? We were certainly happy to see some focus on fundamentals reemerge in the second half of the year, although the overall picture remains somewhat mixed. The Russell 2500 benchmark's performance for the fourth quarter, for instance, was led by names with high earnings quality, high returns on equity, and low volatility, but still those with weaker balance sheets. High RE, of course, can be achieved by increasing financial leverage. And for the year as a whole, the index's performance was still driven by names with low balance sheet quality and high volatility. Again, names with high ROE did outperform, but those returns were achieved with high financial leverage. The most important driver of the renewed focus on fundamentals was certainly a change in the interest rate outlook. Recall that all of this is taking place against the backdrop of significant inflationary pressures on input costs, raw materials, labor and freight, triggered by post-pandemic supply chain disruptions and labor shortages. Pressures that intensified further in the second half of the year, in large part due to the spread of new COVID-19 variants, and are now expected to be more meaningful and last longer than initially anticipated, likely forcing the Fed to increase interest rates sooner. Julie, with SMIDCOR, what were some of the key contributors to returns during the fourth quarter of 2021? Our strongest performing sector was information technology, driven by Teradyne, ticker TR, our top stock contributor for the quarter, and Zebra Technologies, ticker ZBRA. Other top contributors included Pool Corporation, ticker Pool, Site One Landscape Supply, ticker Site, and Interactive Brokers Group, ticker IBKR. Teradyne is a leading manufacturer of automation equipment for test and industrial applications. Despite significant supply chain constraints, the company achieved solid operating results, supported by continued recovery in the industrial automation business and expansion in the test segment. Universal Robots, Teradyne's Cobots division, continues to benefit from strong demand for both legacy applications and new use cases driven by industrial labor shortages. Julie, on the other side, what were some of the key detractors to returns during the fourth quarter of 2021? The sector that detracted the most from our performance was real estate. Due to the lack of exposure to the outperforming sector, the benchmark's real estate holdings were up over 11% during the quarter. Bentley Systems, ticker BSY, was the weakest stock contributor for the quarter. Other detractors included Dark Creek Technologies, ticker DST, Thor Industries, ticker THO, Charles River Laboratories, ticker CRL, and Elanka Animal Health, ticker ELAN. Bentley is a leading supply of software solutions for infrastructure engineering. Engineering software, by its very nature, is highly specialized. And once integrated into customer workflows, it is very cumbersome to dislodge, resulting in excellent retention rates. 
In early November, Bentley reported solid operating results, but set a cautious tone given continued headwinds in certain end markets. We see these issues as temporary and believe that the company's competitive positioning remains intact. From our perspective, Bentley should be able to offset weakness in one area with strength in another due to the company's industry and geographic diversification. Importantly, public sector infrastructure spending can often be counter-cyclical. And Julie, lastly, as we move into 2022, what are some of the key considerations you're looking at from a portfolio level? COVID-19 has certainly proven to be an unpredictable enemy, as evidenced by its multiple variants, so it will remain a wild card, at least in the near term. As we said earlier, one can discuss the outlook these days without touching on the interest rate environment and inflation expectations. We see companies that are strong free cash flow generators, self-funding entities that do not rely on external capital for growth. So for them, a less accommodative rate environment tends to serve as a tailwind from a competitive standpoint. As it relates to the inflation concerns, we believe that our companies are also better protected. We shy away from capital intensity and direct commodity exposures. And in our view, Our company's leading market positioning provides them with solid pricing power, including the ability to pass through any input cost increases to their customers. Additionally, in our experience, our company's financial strength allows them to hold more inventory on hand, which is very important during periods of supply chain disruptions that are expected to persist this year. As we enter 2022, we continue doing what we have always done focusing on differentiated, protectable businesses, looking for self-funding entities, producing superior returns on capital from under-leveraged balance sheets, a set of characteristics which we believe is particularly relevant today. Julie, as always, thank you so much for your time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Thanks, Jordan. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR, This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.